Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, change uppiest, blow uppiest, uh, love expediencyist <laughs> <laughs> recap of the Bachelorette podcast ever. Um, ever. And listen, everyone. Okay, I am not at at peak form. It has been quite the week. I have been stress eating carbs, um, eating foods I shouldn't be eating, and my body punishes me later. I did not want to be bothered to cook or think for myself this week. I took off this week because I was like, why are they putting this episode of The Bachelorette on Thursday? And why do I have to wait this long to find out what happens? It's just, that's the only thing that's been going on with my week. And it's just really been stressing me out. Like, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm like, what's going to happen with Claire? It's literally the only thing on my mind. I mean, there's, there's literally nothing else happening. And and now that we've finally gotten this reveal of, of what's happening with Claire, I, for one, am deeply upset and I, I won't stand for it personally. I don't think that as Bachelor Nation, we should be expected to accept Claire just being removed from the show. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get a team of lawyers together and we're going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I think there's something fraudulent going on. Definitely. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I heard a couple people are gathering and signs have already been made and the production value on these signs is fantastic. Um, but we're we're seeking justice for everybody on the show because you know that she talked to him before the show. Come on. Come oh, on. Yeah. We're not stupid. Come Urcher. on. This is all a conspiracy and and they think we don't know. But I was standing outside of the La Quinta Resort the other day going, show the DMs, show the DMs, show the DMs. And then I went to Claire's house and I said, Stop toying with my emotions. Stop toying with my emotions. Stop toying with my emotions. It was very confusing. I had a different message everywhere I went. Mm. But but I, I think the people heard me. And listen, you know, I, I see she writes those date cards in Sharpie. She can't fool me. There's not a watermark on them. Okay? Is this reality is- the QAnon of Bachelor Nation? <laughs> he could be. He totally could. But no, he's no. Well, sometimes. Right, because that whole fucking um, Jenna and Jordan thing. I oh mean, yeah, that whole thing. Well, I mean, we all got thrown. We like did. none of us knew what happened. This was yeah, like an- is, the Q is always right, and sometimes reality Steve is wrong. So uh, clearly they're different. Clearly they're different. Well, and also like yeah, reality Steve like actually shares true things that happen. So there's the biggest difference. But sometimes he, you know, his his uh, details are a little uh, not always lined up correctly. Um, but yeah, so okay, so obviously big things happened. We were recording this a few hours after we found out that Joe Biden is our next president. Um, so that's unbelievable. Yeah. But also believable. Than the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> because he just he just got more votes and that's how that works. Um well, most and, of the time. When the Electoral College is bullshit. Uh and thanks, Colorado, for agreeing that it's bullshit. Um, we appreciate you and the work that you're doing in trying to undo that. 
But yeah, I read something that was like, you know, isn't it weird that when someone's 4 million votes ahead, we still have to wait and see what happens? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> agreed. That's fucked up. Um, but so Sam, like, racism so important. Oh my God, I hate it so People much. Don't uh, vote land votes. We need to uh, get rid of it now. Um, also, I was reading about um, Austria. Well, because like, I can't remember who posted this. A friend, a friend of mine posted about like, like a Tumblr that was about like the way that Australia votes. And someone was like, well, that sounds terrible. And they're like, actually, it's like great and not terrible that everyone's required to vote because you get fined like $50 if you don't do it. And you can just like go in there and just like doodle on it and send it in. And like, if you don't want to vote for something, you just, you can like draw a big dick on it and it's fine. Like literally people do that. (laughs) So they're like, you know, if you don't think any candidate is the right fit, you can just like draw a smiley face, draw a dick, whatever, like, and just send it in. Um, or, you know, one time this person said that they had like a really bad asthma attack on election day. And so they actually got a doctor's note and then they were exempt from the fine. So they're like, it's really easy to like, you know, to fulfill that. Or if you're really opposed to get out of it, it's really not a big deal. But but they also do rank, ranked voting. So They'll have like the five candidates and then you put one, two, three, four, five down and that's what you're filling out like with these big boxes and stuff. So they're like, it's great because then I know that, you know, I can vote for exactly who I want and it's not going to like jeopardize somebody else. Um, Like it'll just move to the next person on my list and and then I can and then I can do what I feel like is right. Um, Anyway, so that's I mean, those are two things that I believe in fervently that I, mm-hmm. I think we need to enact and would make things a lot better and also help us um, bring forth viable um, other party options. Um, but yep. I agree 100%. Until then, yeah, until then, it's just, it's like a more manageable shit show. And I'm yeah, okay I'm with it. So I feel that. good. I danced. I danced around. Um Definitely saying some queen and some tenacious D to the dogs. And they were like, what are you doing? Um, so that was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's been, it's been quite the week. I've had to talk my mom off the ledge a couple of times because she was very oh, worried. No. She was like, you think it's going to be okay? And I'm like, yes, I think it's going to be okay. She's like, oh, God, I hope so. Oh, that's better. Like, I mean, my mom's a Republican, so at least you just get to... <laughs> Do that. Oh God. Yeah, yeah no, my my parents are like old hippies. I like got them to vote for Bernie in two primaries. So nice. love night. love them. Bless my parents. Um, but my mom was just like, What are you hearing? What do you see on the Twitter? You know? <laughs> like what are the tweets saying these days? <laughs> yeah. She was like, What's the ticker tape? <laughs> I'm like, well, this is what's coming in from Washington on the feeds. The AP is telling me, you know. Um and it's been interesting too because such a weird, such a weird um like thing where the AP and like Fox like called Arizona before anybody else did. Mm-hmm. Um and I've just been watching the AP like through NPR and stuff, because you know, of course I do. Um and so it's just funny when people are like, Oh, well, um, are you sure that's what it is? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. That's just like what I am going to listen to. Um, because I trust the Associated Press. I don't know. Um, so it, it's just strange because that one's still, it's like, depending on where you look, it's like 290 
or, you know, 279, right? Like kind of depends. So yeah, it kind of depends. Yeah. So that's very strange. So this is just a weird time we're living in. Nobody understands math or statistics. Um, Nobody understands that things are happening exactly the way that we thought they were. And for some reason, they believe that that's suspicious. Um, Super weird. (laughs) It's like, like, I just... Like, I just feel like I'm living in the twilight zone a little bit. Yeah. Well, and there's, so, there's actually, there's you mentioned Bernie Sanders. There's a clip of Bernie Sanders from like a week or two ago. I think it was from two weeks ago. And he was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Or whatever that is during COVID, the Tonight Zoom call. Yeah. And <laughs> Bernie's just like, okay, here's exactly what's going to happen. And he just lays it out. Okay. It is exactly like, what happened. Yeah. Exactly what happened. And it's not like he's saying, and we're not, I'm not saying he's like a prophet or anything. No. But it's like, this is the obvious shit that we have been talking about forever. Just like with Claire, where, you know, people are like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And the show's like, you won't believe what's about what's to happen. What's going to happen? <laughs> we know exactly what's going to What happened is exactly what we thought was going to happen. And it just happened. That's it. There's no surprises here. This is the least surprising twist in the history of The Bachelorette, even though it is, it is an unprecedented situation, much like the political scenario right now, but it it happened the way that we knew that it would. Yeah, there's a, it, there's so many parallels there, like which is just so funny. Like <laughs> it it's true. Like we knew we knew that like yeah, so basically what Bernie says is like so this is what's going to happen. These states are going to be red for a while because that's the in-person votes are going to come in first. And and then, you know, 45 is going to declare victory early, prematurely, even though that's not, tr- you know, like true. And then we're going to see the mail-in votes come in and then they're going to start to turn the states blue and then he's going to cry fraud. That's exactly what's going to happen because we all, and we've been talking about it for months. And like, here's the other thing. Okay. I need to rant about this and then we can talk about the bachelorette. And I know, <laughs> I know there are different, different ones of you probably listen to this podcast for different reasons, but I just need to get this rant out and then I'll get it out of my system. And then I can go back to disliking presidents, the normal amount in January. And that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, <laughs> You know, like the whole like the whole fraud thing, the whole like complaining about all that stuff thing. And I actually lost my train of thought and I'm trying to get it back. And that's really frustrating. Um, <laughs> but the, the the whole thing is just like it's I don't know. I just feel I feel like I'm we- living in this weird, this weird, bizarro world type of a place where, yeah, nothing about this is surprising. Everything's expected. I knew it was going to go this way. And the people who are like spreading this shit around, it's just so like irresponsible. It's just so, and it's like disheartening too. Cause you're like, I can't believe this many people think that, that our system is this corrupt. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's corrupt in all these other ways, but <laughs> it's not corrupt in this way. Can't you see? <laughs> like, this is how this works every time. This is, every you should time. not be surprised. Um, and it's, and I think that that's like one of the things that frustrates me. And I actually forgot my original point mm, and I'm like trying to, um, stall for it, but it's not <laughs> coming. Yeah, I, um, I, I I'm sure it'll come to me it. and I'll yell about it later. <laughs> Basically everything that's happening, not only do we know that it was going to happen, but it, it, so much of this is normal. Okay. Yes. It's unprecedented that yeah. this people voted by mail or whatever, but we knew it was coming. And in the past, 
in most elections, you don't have all the votes counted immediately and know who the winner is. Like no one ever finishes fucking counting the votes by like nine o'clock the day of the election. That's crazy. That's never happened before. This is all normal shit. There's just a giant idiot baby who is just gonna he's just gonna drag this out for as long as possible. Yeah, I think that that's like the part that makes it extra frustrating. And um, yeah, he's just he, this is going to take forever, but it's going to feel good. It's going to feel good when it's like all, you know, said and done, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's I like guess, a lot of. I, I need to reclaim the ability to just hate regular neoliberalism instead of hating fascism. Like I've, I've exhausted myself. Right. <laughs> with the fascism no more just let me hate normal stuff <laughs> yeah that's how i feel too like i want to i want to be like i strongly disagree with your policy and i'm gonna sign this petition about it and i'm gonna donate to this person who's gonna work with you but also shift things a little bit more in the direction i'd like to see you go and that's how i'm gonna stick it to you you know like shit like that like that's what i want that's just how i feel about it um yeah, well, oh, I guess I should mention this is, um, God, I really wish I knew where my rant was going. Clearly, I've just been ranting too much and I've just like forgotten which rant I wanted to say because um, that's been happening a lot. But one thing that has really been interesting, and I'm going to admit this, is that the person that I talked about in a, in a previous episode um, who was on a season of The Bachelor and who is full 45 supporter and QAnon believer and all this stuff is just losing their mind right now. Um, And they're like, basically the really interesting thing is a lot of people have they're they're they've like turned against Fox news too. And just Mm -hmm. like any media, they're just like the mainstream media is OAN is the new hotness, baby. Yeah, so they're just, and they're all like, go to Newsmax. Everyone should go to Newsmax and listen to Charlie Kirk's podcast. And like, that's the shit, that's the shit that people are talking about now. And I'm like, oh my God, like that is, like, it's just so weird to me that it's like, well, you're, you're just, I mean, you're just trading one type of talking head for another. You're not doing anything. Like, that's not different. Nothing about that is different. It's just like someone who's just like gets a lot of facts wrong you're listening to now, but they say the things that you like. But this person is, I'm just really so ready to like have this person like feel knocked down many, many pigs because she's been doing all these Instagram stories like, oh my God, well, like the Sharpies in Arizona, they really fucked up there. And so they're really going to, that they're going to regret that. And then I'm like, and then it's like immediately I find stories that are like, yeah, Sharpies are totally fine to use on ballots. And there's nothing wrong about that. And uh, people do it all over the place and we encourage it. And I was like, okay. And she's like, oh, and then those fake ballots and, you know, where was that? Virginia Beach or something like that. And they're like, yeah. yeah, those were sample ballots. And it was obvious because there was no barcode on them. <laughs> Like, you know, it's like, it like everything, everything that, oh, well, what about that person? And they're like, yeah, that was a provisional ballot. Um, and that's totally like a normal thing. Oh, that was what my rant was. I got it back. There um, you go. You found because it. of her, the, my frustration with all of this is just like, it's like, um, okay. Um, it's like a lot of people are Tammy 
on The Bachelor, but it's not fun. So like Tammy, it was like, wow, you have never watched an episode of the show in your life and it shows because you're falling into traps and you're genuinely surprised by what's happening. And it is obvious to me that you just like do not watch the show. You have not studied it. You do not know how to play the game the way that like Hannah Ann knows how to play the game, right? So mm-hmm. like, so it's like Tammy, but instead it's just a bunch of people who have never paid attention to elections, who are sitting and watching an election and asking the dumbest questions. And I can't be nice about it because these questions are straight up dumb. Like when they're like, oh, well, why? Like this, this person asked the question, why is Joe Biden speaking on the night of the election? And I'm like, that happens a lot. Like, yeah, like if, if, the, if the race is time. <laughs> yeah, it's like if the race is close, you're going to see people on both sides give a talk to their base to tell them, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. This is when you'll get an update from me next. This is where we're we're feeling optimistic or not so good or whatever. Like that kind of stuff happens all the time. Um you know, and so when they're like, well, why is this happening? Or why is it that it says 99% in and then the votes jump up by X amount at this time and it just seems random? Or why is it that this went this color and then flipped to this color? And it's like, do you understand how many, like, I, I don't know if you saw that update from like the Georgia and I, for, I forgot exactly what his title is, but he's like an election official in Georgia who, who was like speaking on everything yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he was basically like, you guys like Georgia's like big. Okay. And there's like a lot of people here. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, it's just like, it takes time to count votes. And also there's a Georgia game tomorrow and we're exhausted. So like, we might not be done by tomorrow. Okay. Because we gotta we gotta prioritize and we gotta watch football. And I'm not shitting you, he said that. <laughs> like he was just like he was just like, we gotta focus on like the really important things happening in our state, like football. <laughs> and I was like, I love this. <laughs> like and he's like, but then, you know, he's like, but we actually need to like rest um so that we can focus on the thing that is vital for our country to operate. So can you please like stop breathing down our fucking necks? So that we can get this done. And I like very much appreciated, um, you know, his kind of sassy update. Um, but he's right. You know, it's like, yeah, when it's this close, when it's like a difference, you know, at one point it was a difference of like 1700 votes. It's like yeah. that is very significant. You can't you can't rush that, you know, um, if you think about it this way, like if these men um had taken, you know, when th- when they have until the end of the night to make their decision about whether they're going to stay or go, you need to give them the, the time they need to make that decision. Um, mm-hmm. When you had that season where it was uh, Britt versus Caitlin, you've you've got to give them you've got to give them their time to cast the vote, and you've got to give production the time they need to count those thirty votes. <laughs> there you it go. takes time. It takes time. I'm really trying to tie it all together. Um, I love thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like it really is like, it's like we're living in like that half the country is Tammy and they've never seen an election. They do not understand how it works. And they're asking questions about things that are a hundred percent normal and not weird. When four years ago, we, we, I mean, you can, 
I've watched interviews with these people on documentary series. These people who worked at Russian troll farms mm-hmm. who were posting things on social media to try to influence the outcome of the election, among other things that are questionable along the way. That's a big one, you know, um, that you can't necessarily quantify, but you know what's happening. And so that's always that always kind of blows my mind when it's like, that should set off all of your alarm bells, but somebody taking a long time to make sure that fraud doesn't happen is mm-hmm. the opposite, you know, and one of my friends posted something like, have you noticed that like we aren't asking about like the conservative votes that are coming in and questioning whether they're fraudulent? It's like, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, it's, the last thing I'll say on this is not understanding something that doesn't make you a dumbass. Okay. But not believing something simply because you don't understand it, that makes you stupid. Do I know how quantum physics work? Absolutely not. However, if an expert knows how they work and they tell me, well, and they say this, that, and the other thing, then I believe them. I don't go, well, that doesn't make sense to me. So let's be wrong. Doesn't work that way. Also, Occam's razor, Google it. the love of God. And For the love of God. One thing in the world, if I had a magic lamp with a genie in it, the first thing I would do is every dipshit boomer with conservative leanings on Facebook that posts nonsense, hello to all my relatives, I would get a staple gun and the ability to reach through the computer screen and staple the definition of Occam's razor to their foreheads. Because good God, it's it's so simple. Just relax, relax, conservatives. It's okay. Everything's is this gonna the, be fine. Is this the Dunning Kruger effect? Is that what it is? The Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah. Here, a good example, Sammy. I don't actually know what that means. Can you tell me what the Dunning Kruger effect is? Oh sure, I can kind of give it give you the definition, um, and I'm gonna Google it to make sure I've got it right. Um, because basically it's people who have a low ability at a task and they overestimate their ability mm. to, yep. to perform that task. And um, that's like a bunch of people who sell essential oils on the internet to people who don't want those essential oils, thinking they're all of a sudden election officials. When I have spent like my entire life, like reading and thinking and talking about politics. So that's, <laughs> frustrating um <laughs> you know like i'm just like i'm like all this stuff is very normal and it, and i just i got to a point where so last night i actually ended up watching an entire season of a show with my twitch followers and it was very fun and um uh we watched this this great show i would recommend it to anybody who enjoys animated um shows if you like stuff like gravity falls or um adventure time or anything like that any like or like Miyazaki movies, um, you'll really like the show Hilda. It's very ple- uh, pleasant show, and it's on Netflix. The whole first season, and the second season is coming out in I think February. So, anyway, that's cool. a whole other thing. So, right, wait, here, here's our Bachelorette transition. You ready for it? Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Sammy, yes. If an Easter Island statue reappeared. <laughs> would it be named Blake Moines? I think it would. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Blake. I, I love that little critter lover. Um, oh, sad boy. Sad uh, boy, Blake. Easter sad boy, Island Blake. got you sad. <laughs> oh, Blake. Bless you. Bless you. Bless Kenny. 
Bless you all. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, also, we there was a Packer game on Thursday. It was a very exciting day. Um, and I actually remembered to watch it, which is wow. kind of mind blowing. Yeah, and we really won, so it was, it was the right game to watch. Um, but such Kenny, a jock, Sammy. <laughs> such a what? A jock. I oh, I love I love football. <laughs> I, I love do. <laughs> I love football and um, minor league hockey, and that's the end of my sports enjoyment list. Okay. Um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, so Kenny, so Kenny's getting real pissed, and he's mm. just like, "This shit is bananas." B a n a n a s. And then he was like, "Ooh, I should do a no doubt cover band. I think that's going to be a great idea." And this, oh man, I'm going to write that down right now before I forget. <laughs> and um, there's no rose ceremony. I really have. I have like four lines um in my notes that is all i have about this which is why i wanted to fill the first half an hour with all the things that are going on in our country um and i hope you guys were okay with that um but they had no rose ceremony there no cocktail party and it was just like yeah so that's like basically it and uh for no reason how little they've done on this season by the way i just want to say like they've had like one and a half group date challenge things and like maybe two cocktail parties over the span of several weeks. The fucked up <laughs> thing is they could, have, yeah, they could have fit this whole thing into a three hour episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. We wouldn't have to go through four weeks of this shit. So then she's like, Hey, um, or Chris Harrison was like, Hey Dale, can you come with me for no reason? And he's like, oh, okay. And then everyone's like, oh, I wonder what that was. Probably nothing important. And I mean, I mean, I get why the guys think the way that they do. Because I, I totally agree with them. They're just like, well, like they could tell that he was getting the most attention. And that was like annoying them. Rightfully so. But they also used their logic and said, well, how could somebody really feel this strongly about someone this quickly? That just... So they're like, nothing's going to happen yet because she's got to like spend more time with him. And and by extension, the rest of us, because that is how this show works, because we have all watched the show, unlike Tammy. And so that's the way that they're all thinking. And I understand why they did that. But bef- but here's the other thing that is maybe fucked up um, <laughs> or I thought I was kind of fucked up. I feel like what they sh- well. Okay, this is how I feel like it was with Claire, where it was like she had like one foot in and one foot out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because she's like, well, I'm going to take him out for dinner and just like make sure he feels the way that I do before I break up with all these other men. How about that? And she's like, hey. um, (laughs) And she's like, hey, um, this dinner's cute, right? Well, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And I'm like, I don't know you but okay whatever um and okay one thing that i actually do think was nice i'm such a cynical bitch um but the one thing that i thought was really nice was that they do have some weird things in common where they're like very strong believers of like love at first sight and they have these um very good examples of it in their life Mm -hmm. so that i did enjoy you know, that it was like, oh, yeah, like my parents basically like went on one date and then got married. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, me too. You know, 
<laughs> so that was so it's like, okay, well, for so for both of you, this isn't a weird thing. Uh, you're okay with things going this way. Mm-hmm. And so that was like her way of just like gut checking and making sure everything was cool with them. But then again, you know, yeah, it's just like another another way to like just just kick these guys a little bit extra. <laughs> like I'm going to make, you know, like because what did ha- what would happen if he was like, well, I actually I just can't imagine there's no other good way for it to turn out, I guess. And this way wasn't perfect either. But if he had said mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what, I I am starting to fall for you but i feel like i need a little bit more time oh see that would be juicy i'd like Like, that to be a disaster mutant because then she would have to like come back and like face them all and go through the whole thing and you know real uncomfy so that is what could have happened and but it but she's lucky that it didn't i guess she really thought it wasn't going to go that way or he just wanted to look good on tv i don't know um i'm so cynical um but anyway so the dinner goes well uh basically it's just like well i just want to be with you you know and and this is you know what we're this is what we're gonna do let's like go for it kind of a thing and they don't they don't talk about like engagement it's just like well let's commit to this right at the end of that first date and then um remember that show that we didn't watch Two of the people on that show we didn't watch were singing at the end. Oh, listen to the heart. I, I actually watched all of Listen to Your you Heart. You did? I thought I you did. didn't watch it. We just didn't uh, want to no, recap it. One Bachelor super fan on this podcast, lady. Oh, oh. It's me in this case. Oh, my God. I can't believe that you just <laughs> came for me like that. That's right. Oh, that's amazing. It wasn't that good of a show, honestly, but. um, It wasn't that good of a show. So anyway, so these two people I don't know because I feel like I was going to watch it and then I was just like I was just like very overwhelmed by COVID at the time (laughs) it's just like I can't handle another show um but yeah so they so they saying so if you if you follow that unlike me bad fan good for Mm. you good Mm. for all of you treats for all of you someone's Um, gotta be the good guy on this podcast clearly so it's it's not even (laughs) oh my god so it's not even like a country singer we don't know this time. It's like a couple. It's a couple who did they win or were, were, were uh, yeah, they just they on the show? Okay. So they're they're a musical duo that we're vaguely familiar with, which is a, a slight variation from you know the usual. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So so they sang and that's cool. And um, so then we're on like the next day, and I took no notes after this because. That's how much this show did nothing in two hours. And basically what it came down to was she, so she has a talk with Chris first, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, well, this is kind of what I wanted to do. And, or did she do that before the dinner? Oh, she, she talked to him before the, cause Chris came to her. Oh yeah. So then he came to the guys after. Yeah. Yeah. He came okay. to the guys. So he came to the guys and was like, here's the deal. Um, they're going to do the damn thing. Um, to quote <laughs> another former bachelorette, they're going to do the damn thing. And uh, <laughs> we're going to do the damn thing. I really hope she finds happiness. I really do. And um, so here's the deal. Like, you, we're going to bring in a new bachelorette. 
So, but we're not going to tell you who it is, right? They didn't tell them who it was. No, they did not. They're just like, we're just bringing in someone new. So you have to decide by the end of today if, you, if you're if you down to stay or if you're going to go. Yeah. And they're like, uh, what? And then a couple of the guys are like, well, I kind of started to catch feelings. You and did he's not like, catch any feelings. This yeah, woman it's like, has nothing to do with any of you, and she's a total dickhead. What what feelings do you have? That was the funny thing when he was like, I'm starting to catch feelings. I was like, well, first of all, you accused her of not even being able to have those kinds of feelings for Dale, who she spent all of her time with. So, like, what is your deal? But anyway, what I thought that was really like, funny. When you start to have feelings for, like, your your captor and your uh, Munchausen. Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm, Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. What's Munchausen? I don't even know what that one is, but Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. I talked about Stockholm Syndrome last night, oddly enough, because on the show Hilda, you should watch that show. There's okay. like a, there's like a, no, I'm just saying that to our, to our wide audience as well. Um, But there's like, there's like a part where there's a really nice kidnapper. <laughs> And they like form a bond. And I was like, is this Stockholm syndrome or is he just nice? Can't tell. (laughs) It was like, I mean, it's a kid's show, you know, so it's pretty. But yeah, Stockholm syndrome, that's like Beauty and the Beast shit. Um, Where she's being beastly to you and you're like, but she's so beautiful. And, you know, she treats me nice and I'm, I'm crushing on her. And yeah, just like who wait, what was the name of the guy who last week was like, I have feelings for you? And she was like, You don't know me. And she's like, Bye. Yeah. <laughs> that was like basically what happened again. So they're just kind of like deliberating if they're gonna, you know, stay or not. And then Dale finds out and I this part was so fucked up to me. Cause it's like, why don't you just like date? I don't know. Ugh. Um but Chris is like, listen, here's the deal. She wants a ring. So you got to get engaged. To, like, Chris, today. he's kind of like a pusher on this one. He's like, come on, yeah. man, just, just, do it. just fucking just do it. Fucking just do it. You know, you want to do, do it. it. And he's like, uh, and he's like, just do it. And he's like, oh, not sure. Harrison has to like a tough guy act. He's just like, what are you, what are you some kind of like marriage pussy? You're not going to do it. You just don't want to yeah, do, do, do it. What? Yeah, come on, come on, fucking do it. Fucking do it, man. Do it, man. Um, huh? It was really uncomfortable because I don't think, I mean, first of all, I don't think anyone should force anybody into marriage, shotgun wedding or otherwise. Um, I just, yeah, the whole thing was just so weird. It's like, what? Well, and, and there's so many times where the show ends in like dating. So mm. I don't get it, you know? Um, I, yeah, it was just very strange to me. But that's Claire for you. Um, so, cause that's what she wants, cause she's a princess and she gets what she wants. So, so yeah, there's, and then there's kind of like, I don't know, lots of filler and who cares. Um, mm-hmm. but my favorite thing was like, yeah, Kenny basically being like, uh, we got screwed over in this whole situation. And I'm kind of pissed off, to be honest with you. I don't know what to do about it. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Kenny. I hope you like Taisha. Yeah, and then they're all just like, well, what if we don't like this person? What if we don't click with them? What are we going to do? We spent all this time. We did all this stuff to get here. We had to mm-hmm. wait. You know, I get that. Like, okay, so we came here knowing who it was. We went through the quarantine. We did the whole thing. Like, we were about to start filming, and then we had to wait, and we had to put our lives and jobs on hold longer in this economic downturn. Like, I totally get all of that shit. Because yeah. normally it's like you're going to – you know that you're going to be um, tied up for like six weeks probably, you know, mm-hmm. and with a decent um, vacation 
you know, day policy at wherever you work plus a, hey, can we figure something out because I'm going to be on TV thing. You can usually make that happen, yeah, you know. And, and most of you are going to move out to LA and be influencers anyway, you know. So it doesn't really matter. So they that's like kind of you, – you can – a rearrange your life around that to a certain degree. That's not anything that's like out of the ordinary. People do that kind of stuff or take sabbaticals, but this is like months of your life that you've had to change, that you've had to stay like quiet. You, you've mm-hmm. got to go to this weird resort where this mean lady doesn't pay attention to you. <laughs> like yeah. it's just, just like the worst. Concern. They're like, Oh man, like, yeah. What if I don't click with this, this new woman that comes on? Like, what's that going to be like? Motherfucker, who were you clicking with before? That's true. <laughs> it That's literally can't work for you guys. Nothing can be worse than your current situation. Nothing. But are you sure? Because they feel like it could be worse. Because you know what? They've just been hurt so bad. They've been hurt so bad. They don't know who to trust. They're just wounded yeah. little You've been animals. Comically ignored by a woman who isn't interested in you. That's that's life, man. That's it. That happens. Just give up yeah. move on. the best thing welcome, that can happen is new bachelorette yeah welcome to me in my 20s ignoring you okay mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. uh but yeah so it's just i don't know i did feel bad for them though because like, you just gave yourself the villain edit <laughs> <laughs> i mean no, <laughs> i was like that so i can't i can't lie about it i'm not gonna be like oh, i wasn't like that because i'm not claire uh, so how about that? Um, I'm also not in my 20s anymore and not an idiot. So that's the, the difference. Um, I'm not calling Claire one. I'm saying I was one. Um, but anyway, well, I mean, you know, Claire is up to your own interpretation. You can call her whatever you want. So we kn- we know that The Bachelorette is Tasha because we're not stupid and we read blogs. Okay. And we know and like Demi was all cagey about it and like what, a, you know. Why is she in Hollywood? Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, come on, Demi, you're not fooling anyone. You're not a good liar at all. Mm -hmm. So we knew what was about to happen. And I don't know why they waited to like have the reveal at like the very last moments because, you know, we get it. But anyway, before that, um, let me ask you a question. Did you think Dale was going to propose? I. I don't know. I, I assume that he would just because yeah. the way this has been framed, because I, I think because we knew that there was going to be a shakeup and we we're going to see Tasha on the show and all that. So we we kind of knew all that ahead of time. So I assume there would be a proposal at the very least. And, and Claire has made it clear in all of her previous appearances that that's what she wants. So right. what happened is pretty much how I assumed it would happen wherein they clearly have a strong connection under no circumstances should there be a proposal. And yet we're getting one. Uh, but it's, it, you could just see the look on Dale's face of just abject terror and, and like just this existential dread of, mm, this isn't the right thing to do, but I'm doing it. So, and, and they seem okay. So uh, yeah, that's, that's just kind of how I took it happened as I yeah, thought. I just, I don't know. I was, I was about to like, I was about to like look for an update and then, um, I opened my phone and there's just yelling protesters on my phone. So I'm sorry if you heard a little bit of I heard in the background. That. I like, is there an angry mob coming from my bachelorette <laughs> opinions? Yes. 
<laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I should look and see. Um, cause I was like, I feel like I'm clicking too much. So, cause I'm like looking for updates and, and then I was like, oh, I'll open my phone instead. But I forgot that right before this, I was watching a live feed of the people in, in the, um, you know, in the city where we live who are complaining about things not going their way and, and claiming fraudulence. So then, so it was just like kind of perfect timing. When we're talking about like Dale and Claire and you just hear. Yeah. I, I thought it was people coming for me. Cause they're like, Steve had a lukewarm opinion of Tasha during her first appearance and on paradise. He's a liar and two faced. Sorry guys. Come on. I'm very, I'm very pro Tasha. I'm very pro Tasha. I've been pro Tasha for, I think longer than you have to be oh, fair. For sure. For sure. Um, but I did, and, and I was kind of like, you know, I did appreciate her strategy on her, you know, when she was first on the bachelor of getting extra time, she was pretty good about it. And like, there's something about her that she can kind of like, like, I don't want to say manipulate cause that sounds negative, but she can kind of like, you know, con her way into like a situation, but she's like so cute that you're just like, well, whatever. <laughs> like, look at her, like her smile. So nice. She's so pretty. She's real smart. Like just let her do it. You know? So that's, kind of, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But I wanted to see, I was like, cause at the end of the episode, we see like, oh, what are we doing? Oh, I'm making a salad. And then Claire just forgets what's in a salad. She just forgets the ingredients in a salad. She's like, what's in it? Uh, romaine and I don't know, some other shit. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, was, that was really strange to me, too. I don't know if you felt that way, but I totally felt that way. She was just yeah. like, yeah, it's a, it's a salad. And what's in it? I don't know what's in salads. And you're like, dear Lord. Um, also, does this bother you um, the way it bothers me? Do you do you hate it when straight people use the term love wins? Yeah, I I, I don't I don't get that because it has a very di- distinct like context. That'd be like going up to someone being like, "I'm pro life." They're like, "What? You don't support women's rights?" And they're like, "No, I just think living is better than dying in general. I hope I live to be ninety seven. Like." What that this has a very specific context in which it's used, and you co-opting it for something else makes you look like a dumbass. Yeah, if you're a straight person, and you say love wins. No, it not for you. Shut the fuck up. Well, Claire, wins for you. <laughs> Claire wrote that on her Instagram. <sighs> she wrote, "It's Claire. official. Love wins. I love you, Dale Moss." And I'm like, "That's like that's what the." One of my computers is yelling at me. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, it's mad too. It's like that's not being <laughs> overlord upset with misuse of term associated with LGBTQ plus people. Yeah, I'm just like, what the what the fuck is even? Why is that a thing? Why are you using this term? Love wins. That's not appropriate. Now, wasn't she engaged to Benoit? Wasn't that the person she was engaged to? Yeah, and he was a dick. Okay, so here's the deal. He actually posted on her Instagram and said, you deserve all the love and happiness. Happy for you, too. Oh, that's no, nice. No, Benoit wasn't a dick, was he? That was The German guy was the dick. Oh, the, oh okay. I thought I thought he was I thought he was a dick for some reason. No, German guy. I mean, dick. maybe maybe he was a dick, but I thought they were just like, it, it was too long distance and we couldn't make it work. I thought that that was what had happened with them. I, I get, I get uh, am I wrong, Bachelor Nation? <laughs> Benoit, I'm um, sorry. You're not a dick. I take I it don't, back. Yeah, I don't think he was a was a dick. Um, I'm looking to see. We can agree on that. (laughs) There, there. Okay, everything that went down. Okay, we know how they met. We don't need to go into that. 
we do okay um so let's see oh okay so this was so this was what would happen this is what i think happened um let's see i'm trying to find it um connected they made out blah 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 and then yeah she had a crush on that and then the jacuzzi thing blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then he left um but then wait what the hell yeah didn't he propose yeah there we go um because they did that on after the final rose and then two months after getting engaged they broke up and they said um, yeah, it just says, uh, it's with a heavy heart. We've mutually decided to end our relationship. We think the world of each other and we were hoping we could make this work. I'm sorry. Uh, that may not be what it, you wanted to hear, but it's our truth heart that I retract just my know, statement. Yeah. Just know that there are no negative feelings here. We're simply two people who believed in love and we're open to give it a chance. Like, yeah, I was like, I thought Benoit was like, not a dick. Like I was pretty sure, but I wanted to make right. sure I, so that, Yeah. So, good, good clarification. I apologize. Was, I retract my statement. I got Benoit confused with uh, the millions of Christian. other men on the show. <laughs> yeah, Christian. Yeah, there you go. Christian was that German who was just like a real, real a hole. So, yeah. and he was Christian, like, well, yeah. we were supposed to go in the jacuzzi. And you're well, like, oh my I God. I make perfect German appointment for you to go in jacuzzi with me. You're not allowed for <laughs> You did All not right. come Benoit, in for a lot of jacuzzi time. And you're like, oh my God. Like, what jacuzzi is even time happening? Is time in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> you need it's to open and scheduled intervals and you're like oh my god this jacuzzi stuff you gotta let it go buddy (laughs) um so that was weird and uh yep enjoy our bad (laughs) ex um anyway so yeah so they so he posted on on her instagram and said you know wishing you all the best which is nice i guess you know, good for good for him. That's that shows good character, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I appreciate him saying that stuff. Um, I was also just like looking for some of the latest news. Apparently, they talk about babies all the time. Oh, um, lovely. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. Okay, <sighs> I don't want to say this because I sound so negative. Say it. Um, <laughs> All right, devil on my shoulder. You can't um, be worse than I am. <laughs> I just like it's like I don't know. It's like because she is so gloaty about it, I don't want her relationship to go well, and that's bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's like she's so smug about it. She's just so smug. And mm-hmm. maybe I've just gotten to like to a point in my life where I'm just more realistic, which is weird because I'm younger than Claire. But like I've been through a divorce, I've been through some shit relationships, and I'm kind of I'm kind of at the place now where I'm like, this is exactly where I want to be right now in my life in this relationship. This is great, but I understand that there may be things that happen that are out of my control or our control. Or, you know, or things just like naturally change where this might not always be what my life looks like. And that's okay, you know, and it'll be fine and I'll land on my feet. And I, and that's kind of like where I'm at in my life right now, thinking about this kind of thing. And so when someone is just like, I, I think, you know, it's like, okay, if you've been in a, in a relationship for a number of years, 
uh, and things are and things are solid and they're they're always solid. That's one thing. And you could say stuff like, "Listen, I never settled, and this person is just means the world to me, and they respect me, and they love me, and I just really appreciate it, and I'm so glad that I never did that." Fine, but like you guys have known each other for like a week. Yeah, and she's like, That's "These amazing part. things are happening to me because I never settled." And and like, and it was just like very like smug, and it felt kind of preachy to me. And she was just like, "See, this is what happens. This is what happens when you do what I did. Just all you got to do is um, become semi-famous, and then go on a TV show again, and then then it'll happen to you." So there you go. So that's how, that's how easy it was. And I was just like, what the fuck like is going on? You know, just like really, really confusing. Um, apparently, um, Becca Kufrin, um, and I really do. I mean it. I really am rooting for her and I really hope something great happens to her because she's so sweet and she's really just been shit on. And I, and like, that's the kind of person I would want to come back for a redemption arc. Like I would want Becca to come back and try again because I really like her and I think she deserves a good season and she deserves a good guy who's not like a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I want for her. And she apparently was on, and I, I would like to listen to this, um, the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. And it was it was like her and Rachel and she said, I'm low-key a little bit jealous. I miss having that partnership, but I'm so incredibly happy for them. So, you know, but I get it, you know. So she, mm-hmm. so Becca's feeling a little jelly. And, um, but I don't know if she should. I guess that's my point. Is it just yeah. like, I don't know. There's just something about Claire that rubs me so the wrong way. And I can't get past it. And I have just not been able to get beyond it. And I don't know, I don't understand the people who have her on their list of favorites when there's so many other contestants I would put as favorites in front of her. I just mm-hmm. don't understand, I don't understand the appeal. You were talking to someone um, who also doesn't understand it. And honestly, yeah, it, 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 I'm glad that Claire is happy or whatever. And the gloating thing bothers me too, but let's, let's revisit this relationship in six months to a year. And, and see where we're at. Because I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. These people don't That's, know. They're strange. These are two strangers. So we'll see how it shakes yeah. out. It, it's a fucking coin flip. That's how I feel about it. Exactly. And I'm just like, I don't understand. I guess it's like that level of confidence is, I don't know, maybe admirable. But it just makes me feel weird. For real. And don't say love wins. Don't say love <laughs> don't do wins. That, yeah. It's not for that you. That is not for you. Not everything. But, you know, while well, we live in a whole country full of white people who think that everything's for them. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Straight you people. can't have that one. <laughs> yeah. This is just not for you. Uh, so anyway, what do you have any um, initial thoughts or predictions for how things are going to go while when Tasha comes on? I know we're both excited about Tasha mm-hmm. being the Bachelorette. I feel like it kind of sucks because it's kind of like the Caitlyn situation where it's like, I love Caitlyn. I love Tasha. They're like two of my favorite bachelorettes ever. And they both got dealt such like a raw deal. Cause it's like, you're going to come in with a deck stacked against you. Good luck trying to navigate it. And they're like two oh, of the most likable people. God, it's going to yeah. suck. I think. Yep. I, I think it's going to be difficult for her. That's, that's kind of easy to see that playing out. Um, I think we're going to see, we're going to see Blake cry. 
We're going to see that Easter Island statue shed oh, a tear. Oh, I really <laughs> hope he cries. I think I here are some of my predictions. I like they said. Um, ex, I heard a rumor to expect Bennett to stay around. Like Tasha is kind of, um, she's got some like traditional type of like ideals and stuff. You know, she's like more. I don't know. You know what I mean? She's like more conservative and family orient- oriented and and stuff like that than you would necessarily think when you first see her. Um, but like you see her strong ties to her family and stuff and like the her dad <laughs> being her dad and stuff. And I don't know. I feel like um, a guy like that might appeal to that kind of like traditional um, sense that sh- that probably – is unavoidable in her mind the way she was raised like well this is like like even if she's successful in her own right like oh this is a guy with a really good job who could um who could provide for you and he's like you know uh smart and accomplished and all this stuff you know like he went to a good school and he drives a good car and like i could see that as being something that you know, that her dad would kind of push, like, make sure that you end up with someone who can take care of you. Um, and maybe there's more to him than we're seeing. I, I, I would be interested to see that. So I think I could, I could see it if it plays out that way, like in the way that she is, I think he's a lot closer to the type of guy she would normally end up with, not John Paul Jones. So (laughs) unfortunately for John Paul Jones, I think that for her was like a fun departure, but I think like a guy who has his, his shit together, no matter what that shit together looks like, I think that is really important to her. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she wants a guy with like a good career. Um, but you know, what do I know? Um, I think, uh, I think Kenny will stay. You know, I think Easy will probably stay. That one guy who was like, I've been catching feelings, he'll probably go. I think most of them are probably going to stay. That's going to be yeah, my I, uh, my I guess. Think, I think they're all pretty much going to stay. And if if there are, they might be just like two or three defectors. And then I'm guessing they'll get replaced at some point, but probably instantly. The, uh, the bench warmers, the scabs will come off and, uh, take their place. Yeah, know. that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. That I cuz I feel like she is so likable um that I don't think there'll be a whole lot of people who leave. I think most of them will be happy to see her. It would be different if it was like a more controversial pick, but I feel like she's like the least controversial pick that they could have replaced Claire with. It's like if you like Claire, I mean this is like you know what I mean? Mhm. If they let's think about it the opposite way. If it was like you have Tasha and then she picked someone early and they're like, now we have Claire, like that would be a much harder road to climb. Oh, um, sure. but I but I feel like Tasha is just like a very pleasant uh person. She's very smart, she's beautiful, she's got a great personality. Um, you know, I I feel like that's gonna make things a little easy for her, but I think there's still gonna be that obligatory footage of her being like, What if I'm not good enough? What if they're you know, I know that they're not here for me specifically. So like what does that feel like? Am I actually gonna walk out of here with someone who's excited about me? Mm-hmm. And I that is 
I think that's going to come into play. And maybe, yeah, maybe they'll bring in a few guys who went, because, you know, when they go through those interviews, they ask them, like, who would you want to be the bachelor or bachelorette? And, and those answers get taken into account, you know, when they get cast. So, um, I'm sure that they interviewed plenty of guys who said they wanted Tasha. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably, those will be the ones that they bring in is my guess. Yeah. And I bet some of these guys were also interested in Tasha. Oh, sure. I mean, they have to, they know Clara's. I'm sure they know who she is. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, that's, that's my guess. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see how everything shakes out. We somehow turned this into an hour and I'm not really sure how we did that because there's not like, a lot to talk about, but we did. There it. really wasn't a lot to talk about, but we did it. So I hope you enjoyed our ramblings and we're hoping that next week is full of the kind of substance we expect in our future, um, precedent and <laughs> just wanted to tie it all together. <laughs> And our bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we just expect we expect a certain level of quality, and now we're about to get it, and we are excited about it. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody, be safe. Take care of yourself and others. These are weird times we're living in. You know, be kind. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Health is very important, and take care of yourself. Don't stress eat carbs the way I did. I I turned it around today and had I did have some pasta, but it was handmade. It was very worth it, and a light side salad. It was a delicious lunch. Do something lovely for yourself like that, please. Yeah, and don't do needle drugs. Don't do needle drugs. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Never get old. <laughs> I hope the podcast takes off. And then we're we gonna make a charity sure. where we like help people get off a of heroin or something. It, it's gonna be. <laughs>